Welcome back to the Shat the Side podcast. I'm your host, Alex, joined by Matt and Adam once again. How you doing today, boys? Doing good, doing good. Doing good. How about you, Alex? Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing Let's great. A little tired. Started. Didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Um, watching the Vikings lose and then uh, watching the Lakers get that narrow win last night. But uh, I guess we'll start with that game. Um, I don't know if you guys followed it, but uh, Lakers ended up getting a one-point win against the Houston Rockets. I believe it was 104-103, right? Yeah, 105, 106, or 104. I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I guess that, that was right? Sunday night. Yeah, yesterday was Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's how out, out of it I am. don't even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk We'll talk about Sunday first. Yeah. Um, Lakers got that big win, like I said, against Houston Rockets. Uh, LeBron had 37 points, um, eight assists. Um, pretty good game down the stretch. I mean, um, if you guys didn't check, I mean, one of the questions for uh, part two was which team would have more assists, and I thought it would be pretty close. Um, didn't know that Fred VanVleet would go up for 16 assists in this game. So, oh, I told you, I told you it. from the get-go, the Rockets are going to be throwing out dishes and dimes like no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, next time I'll listen to you on that. But I thought it'd be a little bit closer. But um, yeah, I thought. What did you What did you guys uh, see from that game? Or if you didn't watch it, uh, what did you take away from this narrow win for the Lakers? Um, I, th- I believe they go to. Are they six and one at home now? Six and one. Yep. Fourth best record for home games. I think there's three undefeated home home records. Timberwolves, one of them. Um, Denver's one of them, and then is it is Boston's the other one as well? Boston. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What do you guys think of the game? I honestly thought that that was one of the more entertaining uh, games of the night. Um, we got to see LeBron and Dylan Brooks go at it pretty much all game. Dylan Brooks even had a, a decent game, putting up 24 points, four steals. And then LeBron obviously had himself a good game as well. But, um, yeah, no, I enjoyed I enjoyed watching that game. I, I know you were watching that game too, Alex. Mm-hmm. But um, it, was, it was close pretty much throughout the whole game besides the third quarter. Um... But yeah, we got to see LeBron be. We got we got to see pretty much prime LeBron right there. Well, I wouldn't but... say prime LeBron, but <laughs> I mean it shows that he's still got it in him. I mean, going four for fourteen for nineteen from the field is. I mean, not a lot of people, not a lot of players in the NBA can do that. Hey, but um, besides the fact we got to see Cat miss one shot against the Pelicans. Yeah, that's... so that I mean. That's that's, that's pretty crazy, but we got to see Austin Reeves do great things. He, he did seven, he did seventeen, six and six. But um, I, I just I just like the the intensity of the game. I didn't really expect it to be that close, it, um, being the Rockets. But the Rockets actually put up a pretty big fight. Um, Van Van Vliet was showing off his uh, assist, assist ability. And then Sangoon was doing good things. Um, the only thing was 
we didn't see much out of Jalen Green. He kind of put up a big stinker. <laughs> Going three for ten and putting up only nine points. And that probably ended up being their downfall. Um, but overall, I thought it was, it was a fun game to watch. Yeah, I agree. It was a fun game. It was nice to see uh, Dylan Brooks bait LeBron into a technical, too. That was pretty funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, overall, I I think it kind of, like, showed more about the the Rockets, just that they're more of a decent team this year because, I mean, everybody expected that the Lakers would be good. Um, But it's nice to see that the Rockets are actually playing pretty decent this year and, Instead of taking the path of like the Pistons where they lose 12 straight, they're actually being competitive, um, showing that it, it, it was a good idea to bring in some some vets to kind of help like some of those young guys. I think some of those guys are competing a little harder when they see guys like Dylan Brooks and Van Fleet hustling out there and Jeff making Green. veteran plays. Yeah, Jeff Green. Yeah, Jeff Green actually had a decent game in that game. Well, little turn back the time game for Jeff Green for his standards. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool to see LeBron, too, uh, kind of have a throwback game, too, with, I wouldn't say prime LeBron, but um, he definitely played really good, and they needed it, too, considering uh, guys like Torian Prince and uh, D'Lo shot absolutely awful from the field. Two, um, two for 19 combined. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It was it was pretty much AD, LeBron, and Reeves like single handedly carried them. Uh, Reddish played okay. He played pretty good defense. Um, but other than that, like it was a pretty good game. Out of, I mean, AD's game was pretty good too. Uh, not quite as good as LeBron's, but nice win for the Lakers. They're pre- they are pretty tough to beat at home. Six and one, like you said, that's tough place to play. Yeah, that's your team now. Yeah, I, I thought the Lakers kind of just handled this game. It would have been a little bit bigger of a win for them if they could knock down some threes. I think they were 6-for-29 from the three-point arc, which is 20%. I mean, it's awful compared to what Houston shot, which was, you know, pretty solid, 14-of-37, 37.8%, which is a little bit above league average. Actually, I'd say quite a bit above league average. So, um and six of those came from Dylan Brooks. So I, it's fun seeing Dylan Brooks and LeBron go at it. Um, still, you know, waiting for Jalen Green to kind of come into his own. I thought, you know, with matchups of, you know, D'Angelo Russell and, and Reeves having to guard him, I thought maybe he could, you know, muster up some more points. But um, it's kind of a hit or miss with Jalen Green. But, yeah, overall good win. Um, another clutch win on Sunday was the Cavs beating the Nuggets. Um, I believe did uh, Donovan Mitchell play in that game too? No, no, he didn't. No Donovan Mitchell. Wow. Yeah, that's a really really solid win. Uh, Garland Garland's been playing well. Uh, same with Mobley. I think Mobley's. Um, you know, a lot of people were talking about Mobley like not being quite what they expected. Um, but I think he's finally, you know, coming into his groove and playing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what people expected. <laughs> this is kind of exactly what he was drafted for. Well, no, they, they want him to be like Kevin Garnett. They want him to, you know, he's just not KG, though. Like, he's... No, I, he never I don't, will be. I don't even get the comparison, though. Like, height-wise, the way they play, I mean, maybe defensively they play pretty similar, but 
offensively, I think KG's game's a little bit different than uh, Mobley's is, but um, passing the ball and defense, I think maybe you can compare, but um, totally different players and really unfair to Mobley to just compare him to one of the greats at that position. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, tough to have that kind of intensity that KG has too. Right. And then we saw an all-time classic on Sunday. I think it's our first double OT game between the Suns and the Jazz. Um, kind of controversial, though. Um, maybe Adam wants to talk about this a little bit, but, <laughs> I mean, good win for the Suns, but maybe shouldn't have been a win? No, we're giving it to the Suns. We're giving it to the Suns. Even though Eric Gordon really screwed me in fantasy, he he put up a really good game. Yeah. But I I didn't see no foul. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, you know. So in case you guys didn't know, uh, Lori Marketing got fouled in double OT. Um, I think with like one second left, maybe at the buzzer. Um, they reviewed the call, overturned it on the court, and that's how the Suns won. As far as I know, that's just a solid win. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Lori Markham is balling out though. He he has been balling out again this season too. So it's nice, nice to see him show that last year wasn't wasn't a one off, and he actually has kind of turned a corner in his career, taking that next step. Right. Yeah, we'll see how it goes tonight against a, a tall Lakers team like that. You know, hopefully has LeBron and AD playing. So I, I think that's another test for him. I mean, he played against. You know, one of the best power forwards in the game, and KD um, kind of held his own in this one. But uh, another tough test tonight. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, they they they've had two close games against the Suns, so it's not like the Jazz aren't playing good ball. Um, so I think they got a, a real chance at um, being a good team this year. But yeah, they they got Laurie Markin who's doing great things they just need all the young players to uh, kind of take a step up yeah they kind of they need a true point guard on that team i feel like their their offense kind of struggles in the half court sometimes um and i think that four and nine record that they have kind of shows that too but um well and they're they're missing their big their big man in the post walker kessler so you know having to play marking in 50 minutes 43 for collins um, I mean, that's a lot on those guys. So um, I think, you know, Clarkson kind of struggled early. He had 22, but I kind of crappy efficiency at for eight for 23 on the night. Um, he's got to get going um, if they want to start winning some games. But like you said, Adam, I mean, they're staying in games, which is huge for Utah, but um, it just seems like they can't finish games right now. Right. Yeah. Well, and speaking of uh, the Suns, since that's who they're playing, uh, KD's been have, having a great uh, season so far. He's been averaging 33 points a game, which is pretty incredible considering um, his age and just in, in general, that's pretty good in the league. I, I'm not sure if that's the top, but it's got to be up there. Um, and in the last couple games alone, he's had over 30 points um, or like 
38, 35. He had 41 a couple or like three or four games ago. So he's just been balling out. Almost had a triple double in that uh, Jazz game too. I think he was like two assists away, maybe either two assists or two boards. I can't remember. Um, but two boards yeah. away. Two yeah, Booker. Away. Booker was. Yeah, Booker wasn't that close, but he had eight assists and five boards, but. Yeah, I, I remember one of our questions for part two was how many double-doubles are going to be in this game. I think we all thought it'd be like around two or three and ended up being four. So, I don't know. I was it was close. just I was close. Yeah, it was a wild game. But um, talking about Monday's game, so um, Hornets clutch win against the Celtics. Um LaMelo Ball was playing well. Um, I just, I'm shocked Boston lost. I know they were missing Derek White, which, you know, helps a lot on the defensive end. But having 45 from Jason Tatum and you and you don't win that game against the Hornets, that's got to be a little bit crushing, don't you think? I mean, he puts up 45 points, gets fouled on a three, makes two free throws and then misses the game tying free throw and that was just so disappointing I was I I was definitely expecting that game to go to a double OT but Jason Tatum just couldn't make that one free throw (laughs) hell of a game hell of a game for him I mean especially for a Monday night game he absolutely killed it yeah and clutch shot from uh, Miles Bridges though nice little three pointer with six seconds left to you know, kind of seal it there with some solid defense as well. So, shout out um, to all the white beaters out there. <laughs> oh, Jesus, no, we are not shouting them out. That's <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Jeez, Adam, don't you have a girlfriend yeah. too? <laughs> Yikes! I hope she doesn't hear this. <laughs> no, she's in another room. We're fine. <laughs> Did you put her in timeout or what? Like. <laughs> She's on she timeout okay? right now. <laughs> we don't ask questions. <laughs> well, on a ba- on a basketball note, though, Bridges did play really well. He had 14 points, 15 boards, which I mean, 15 boards is pretty dang good. And also threw in five assists. So, um, I mean, considering he was off for so so much time, like he he doesn't look all that rusty. I mean, he definitely looks shooting wise a little bit rusty. Um, but he's played pretty good, and I think he's definitely given a spark to the, the Hornets that they needed. Yeah, he's looking really good this year. Um, and he's gonna—I'm guessing he's gonna look even better as as the season goes goes through. I mean, he's obviously the number two player in in uh, Charlotte, so I, I expect him to definitely get get a lot better throughout the season. Yeah, I feel like with the Hornets, you're gonna see a lot of ups and downs with this team. Just because they're such a young team and um i mean they've had a history too of just losing a lot of games in the regular season so you know maybe a win like this and kind of you know put a spark in them and you know help them win some more games and maybe sneak into that play-in scenario like the timberwolves did you know not too long ago and um i, I just think it's going to take a little bit of time with this team and you know, a little bit of continuity as well. So, um, overall, though, they have a bunch of talent, and 
Um, there's no reason why they shouldn't be, you know, a, a top team in the East, you know, and, you know, say like three, four years. Yeah. I mean, and even before, like before last year, the year before they were playing teams. So it's not like they haven't been close. They just had some unfortunate stuff happen last year. So I think eventually they can get back to it. Uh, I even saw that it could be in on the, the Zach Levine, uh, trade line um too so that that'd be kind of interesting if you went there uh they definitely have the salaries too because they got hayward's big salary that they could match it with um i'm not sure if that helps them defensively but i was gonna ask um, like what's the plan is it add more offense and i I think the the plan would be just try to outscore the other opponent (laughs) yeah i mean that's all you can do yeah but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hey, that could be interesting. I think that was. There's gonna be rumors flying around about Levine going everywhere, um, but yeah, that, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, another interesting point. Um, we were at the T Wolves game uh, when when the Wolves won 117 to 100 uh, against the Knicks, um, and we. I noticed on my phone. I was like, I got an update, and it was like. Nikola Jokic gets thrown out of the game. And this is like, what, first half, I think, of the game? Maybe like second early. Second quarter. Se- yeah, early second quarter or something like that. And then um, Michael Malone got tossed, I think, before that, too. So First quarter, um, yeah. and somehow, I mean, I shouldn't say somehow, the Nuggets still won. Luckily, they were playing the Detroit Pistons, so a little bit easier of a game. Matt, you mentioned Detroit's on a 12-game losing streak, so... Um, yeah, just before we move on, how how do, how do we think we think that goes? Where Malone's sitting in the locker room, and then he just sees Jokic come back there too, while he's already sitting back there. <laughs> think that's what how it goes. You, oh, right, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were playing. <laughs> I think that's been a big thing this year. Is just like the refs. I, I mean, I don't want to throw it. We already threw shade on them last podcast, but. It seems like there's a lot more ejections maybe to start off the year and a lot more technicals, so bogus technicals too. I know. Yeah. Like even like they have technical on Rudy for hanging on the rim too long. Yeah, That's hanging on the bogus. rim, staring someone in the eyes when you dunk <laughs> on them. Like I think it was, I it, like... was the, it was the double pump. You, <laughs> you can't do the double pump. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. It's like uh the key and peel bit when he's <laughs> <laughs> you can't, can't do three pumps or three yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it's i don't right. know it's just getting crazy we might have talked about it already but did you see like Giannis get ejected for like his dunk like a couple games ago i don't think like, we talked he, about he, it but if you want to go into s- depth on it well Giannis got like a, he already had a technical and then he got a technical kind of like rudy for his second dunk where he got happy about getting a really good dunk (laughs) I don't even know what to say about it like obviously you're going to show some emotion when you get a monster dunk Um, and then he got ejected for it which I mean that just ruins it for the fans like fans come to see these superstars play and like they're they're here to see dunks too so I don't know just pretty dumb yeah Yeah. I don't know I I mean Adam Silver's got to do something about it right (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean i was looking at the western conference standings west is kind of it's kind of weird right now like the the seedings like 
I mean, who expected the Wolves to be at number one besides us? Um, OKC <laughs> sitting at third. Houston's at eighth. I mean, they were higher than eight after they just lost the Warriors yesterday and on Sunday against the Lakers. But, um, I mean, it's, and then you got some of these teams that we've seen last year or even in years past have, like, good seasons, and they're at the bottom, like the Warriors, uh, Grizzlies, but that's because Jaws out, um, and then the Clippers as well. But um, I think the Clippers are a little bit, you know, they're down in the standings, but they've won their last two straight or three straight, something like that. Two straight, two straight. Yeah, so it's looking up for them a little bit, but um, it just looks weird in the West just seeing some of these young teams that – have a lot of promise actually winning games yeah i agree i mean it, it is a little bit weird seeing like some of these teams like phoenix and golden state who you'd think would be uh up near the top just going into the season um obviously that doesn't take into account like draymond getting suspended and beal not playing much um but just some of these young teams taking kind of advantage of some of these injuries and suspensions, uh, like the Rockets, like you said, are playing pretty good. They're on a two-game slide right now, but um, I, I've liked what I've seen from the Rockets. And then also the Pelicans. I've liked what I've seen from the Pelicans a lot, especially when Zion's playing. Um, they look like a pretty darn good team, and that's uh, without C.J. McCollum. And then Herb Jones was out for a while. and No Trey Murphy. Yeah, they're going to be getting Trey Murphy back pretty soon, too. No so. Alvarado. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, no Alvarado either. Um, I, still the most surprising to me is Memphis, just because I I don't know if Ja makes – like, Ja makes obviously a big difference, but I don't know if he completely fixes all their problems. Um, no, I – I mean, if he's playing, what do you think? They're probably like 500, maybe? Yeah, yeah probably, probably about 500, I'd say. Maybe eke out a couple more wins. Yeah. And then you look at the Eastern Conference, and it's kind of what we thought. I mean, you got Boston, Philly, Milwaukee sitting at the top, followed by Miami. Uh, and then you have maybe a couple surprises in the Pacers and the Magic doing well to start off the season. But kind of what you thought out of the East, right? The yeah, Magic. I, no, you the go Magic, ahead. Yeah, the, the Magic have been uh, actually a very surprising team so far. I mean, if you look at their roster on paper, nothing really crazy. You got Paolo and you got Franz and you got Wendell Carter. I mean, not a bunch of names that really pop out you at you saying like screaming superstars. And they're in the five spot, so I mean, they're in a good spot to start the season. Um, Cleveland, obviously, because of uh, Donovan Mitchell being out, they're kind of taking a little bit of a dip this season. But, I mean, you, you can't really expect too much to start the season because you know that teams are, are starting to mesh. Teams are starting to find their groove and everything. you got to deal with injuries. So there's a bunch of different factors that are going on in the East and in the West. But I think... Once we hit this uh, mid-season mark, I think we're going to start seeing, you know, what the playoff picture is really going to look like. But I think uh, the top three teams in the West and probably in the East are going to be a lock for playoffs. 
And yes, Minnesota is a lock for playoffs. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, how these teams kind of shift in these uh, in these rankings. But I, I think we're going to see some big changes in the East. I think some teams are going to emerge. You got any projections of who's going to emerge out of that East? I like Orlando. I mean, like, I mean, not really a crazy team, but I think they're going to surprise some some teams this year. Same with Indiana. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I think. Orlando might drop a little bit, but I think Indiana will keep rising. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, Indiana's top offense in the game right now, 126 points per game. Um, they're also the top assist team at 30.3 in the league. Um, and they're, I mean, field goal percentage-wise, they're doing pretty well as well. So, I mean... If they can keep their offense looking this sharp with Halliburton running the points and um, all the other players they have on this team with, you know, Bruce Brown being an addition, um, Buddy Heels even, is he starting still or is he coming off the bench? No, oh, he's coming, he's off, coming the off the bench. bench. Coming off the bench. I mean, you got a sharpshooter in him. Um, plus Matherin, a young player. You got, I mean, Miles Turner's been playing really well. So um, this team's got a lot of talent. They just got to be able to, you know, defend, you know, when they, you know, they have to get back on defense first off. But uh, um, if they start playing defense, I think they're a team that could be a surprise and maybe, you know, not necessarily beat one of those top four teams, but at least compete with them better than, you know, some of these other uh, bottom teams in the East. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think uh, the Cavs is definitely a really interesting team to watch too because they're kind of that – middle ground where like they've kind of put all their assets forward where they have to do good um but then they're also like not doing that great right now so and they're in a kind of a sticky spot with Donovan Mitchell too because of his contract that's coming up too so they're gonna definitely be a team to watch um come trade deadline and into the off season too yeah, and then even in the Western Conference, I think OKC's been, besides the Timberwolves, obviously, but OKC's been probably, I shouldn't say the most surprising, but for how well they're playing to start off this year, I mean, 50% from the field as a team, tops in the NBA. Um, for example, Portland's at the bottom at 42.8, so huge differential in, in field goal percentage, and then also three-point percentage, they're tops in the league at 41%. Um and they're not just doing it on offense either. They're scoring. Obviously, they got Shea, one of the best shooting guards in the NBA, uh, point guard, whatever you want to call him. Um, and then Chet, I think, has, you know, maybe not a natural center and maybe can struggle against some of those bigger posts. But, I mean, he's helped a lot for their defense. I think they're top two right behind the Wolves in opponent field goal percentage, around like 43%, which is, I mean... <laughs> Last year, OKC's defense was absolutely trash. So uh, the fact that you can add, you know, one, maybe two players to that team back and it absolutely flips it for them, that's uh, – uh, I I can't say I was expecting that. No, yeah. O- OKC is going to be a scary team to go against in the, in the future. I mean, they're looking very good, I mean, this year already. 
So to think about what they're gonna be in these next couple of years is is it's I don't know I don't even know how to even think about it because yeah like you said Alex like a couple of years ago like Thunder weren't really they weren't really much they had Shea and maybe a couple other pieces I think they're probably a couple of veteran pieces away from contending once when when someone all their rookies you know get more experience under their belts yeah i might have to add a center too a bigger guy definitely need a center but uh because chad is definitely not going to lock down that <laughs> right. matt anything you wanted to add right there before uh, we move on no nah, i've probably talked about okc enough they're, yeah. they're a good team yeah um let's get on to some betting odds then uh, let's pick some spreads that we like. Uh, we already picked them. Games have already started. So by the, t- by the time this podcast comes out, you guys will already know how uh, terrible we m- did on our picks uh, today. But um, first up, Raptors at Magic. Um, I believe the Magic are favored by two. As of now, they are blowing out the Raptors. We took the Raptors plus two. <laughs> Probably not a good start. Um, but we might make up for it on this next one. Uh, Pacers at Hawks. Uh, we took the Hawks. They were favored by three and a half. We took them. Currently, they're up by ten in the third. But knowing Indiana, like this, t- this game could be like a one fifty to one fifty five type of game. So, um, but you know, it'd be nice to start out one one. Um, Next game on tap was the Cavaliers at 76ers. Sixers were favored by seven and a half, mainly because Donovan Mitchell's missing time. Um, we took the Sixers, thinking they would uh, kill the Cavs at home in an end-season tournament game. That's not the case right now. Right now, Cavs are up 77 to 63. What's going on with the Sixers, guys? Yeah, I mean, you can go. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it, the Sixers don't really have a bench. That I mean, that's it. I mean, C- Cleveland's bench is is showing that they uh, can actually do something. I, I haven't really seen much out of uh, Philadelphia's bench. Uh, and I think uh, who, who's the guy that's going off for for Cleveland recently? Craig Porter. Craig Porter. Never heard of him until out of Wichita probably, State. <laughs> yeah. Never heard of him, but he's uh, he's doing reminds good. Reminds me of reminds me of Fred Van Bleet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> they, both, they both went to Wichita State, so. But yeah, I've I've never heard of him either. I didn't even watch. I didn't watch a lot of Wichita State uh, games last year, so <laughs> it's kind of interesting. I mean, and we're also seeing some big things out of Max Schuess, a big uh, free agency signing for the Cavs. Yeah. He's doing. He's he's having a great start to the season. So I think that's a big, big key part for the Cavs um, having Donovan Mitchell out. So he's filling that that role quite nicely so far. Yeah. So we'll probably end up losing that one. So we might be one and two. Uh, the night games tonight. Uh, first one up: Trailblazers at Suns. Suns are favored by thirteen. Are we taking the Suns, guys? Yeah, I think it, it's yeah. it's almost a lock. 
Right. The only thing that could maybe deter that is like if the Suns get up big by like 20, 25 points and then they put in the bench and then only win by like 10 or something like that. Right, right. right. Which but, I don't see happening, but it very well could. It's possible. With Brogdon. Brogdon's, Brogdon's, Brogdon's playing back. this game. Um, last one on today's sheet for the NBA in-season tournament group play. Um, Jazz at Lakers. Lakers are favored by seven. I think the line just moved to seven and a half, but we have it at seven. Um, I think we're going to take Lakers. I think we, well, we did take Lakers by seven. So um, this one's kind of a difficult one just because the Jazz have played pretty decent and kept close in most of these games. So um, it is in LA though. So Lakers, like we said, pretty good at home so uh we just need them to win by you know hopefully eight points yeah the only scary part is uh utah tends to stay in in those games so we'll see we'll see how that goes right and we probably should have listened to matt on picking the magic today instead of the raptors (laughs) yeah i I did say indiana though too but they did cut it to five though I think it's eight, eight. eight right now. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, both these teams are almost at 100 points, and we still got, like, seven minutes left in the third. So, I mean, we might have, like, a 200 or, like, a 400-point game on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hal Burton's going bonkers, too. I mean, that's good like for Adam, right? You got him yeah, in the handle. Like He's ahead by like 40 now because of him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <Ooh>. Watch out. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm glad that Halliburton's starting to get, you know, his assist numbers up after I took him to go over his assist total um, in part two and he only got three assists that game. <laughs> well, he's got so, 12 right now. Yeah, solid game so far, but... Um, hopefully we can go, you know, maybe one game above 500 in this, um, spread tonight. So, um, you know, either way, we're still going to be above 500 after our first go around being eight for 11. So, um, so far so good. Uh, moving on though, we got the shot side pick on part three for Friday's games. Um, Hopefully, you guys, have you guys checked the questions yet? Uh, they are on Twitter. Yep. So yeah. I'll go through them, and then we can make our picks on here. Um, question one and two will both be for this Celtics at Magic game. Um, question one, which team scores 10 points first? Uh, I think we have Adam start off first since he won. Fair enough. Fair enough. What is it? Uh, Okay, yeah, we got Celtics managers. I got the Celtics scoring 10 points first. Okay. What about you, man? Uh, I do as well. All right, I'm going against you guys. I got magic on here. Oof, that might that might come to haunt you. It could, but it also could be really good. So. I mean, you need, you need something to happen. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Question number two, Celtics at magic. We'll go the same order throughout the entire 15 questions. Um... Which team records the most steals in this game between the Celtics and Magic? 
Yeah, I'm also gonna rock with the Celtics. I mean, they're they're a good defensive team, so I I believe in them. I'm gonna go with the Magic on this one. Oh. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna go Magic too. Um, if you look Suggs, at Suggs, Isaac. Yeah, and if you look at the um, league totals for teams in steals, Magic are number two in the league. Boston's pretty low, but I mean. Anything can happen in this game, and um, I mean, if we're gonna pick up some ground on Adam, we kind of need the magic to. Well, I need the magic to do well. So, um, yeah, you do. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It could be really bad this week for me. Um, I'm taking a lot of shots in the dark. Um, so to say. <laughs> um, question number three: Suns at Grizzlies. We got Adam Suns having an easier game against the Grizzlies after that double OT game against the Jazz not too long ago. Which team will have more turnovers in this game? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be even close. I think the Grizzlies are going to be turning the ball over left and right. (laughs) I'm going Grizzlies as well. Alright, I'm going Suns on this one. Guy! I had it written down. I did some research before Grizzlies don't really turn the ball over that much. Um, Just wait. Just wait. I know it might happen in this game. So Um, I got, I have to make some bold picks to be able to get back in this. Otherwise this could be part three where it just falls apart for me. So we'll (laughs) see. We'll see. Question four and five will be for the heat at Nick's game. Uh, Question number four, who will be the assist leader of the game? kind of a tough one because there's not a ton of like high assist guys on either team adam who you got you know i'm gonna rock with probably the most likely guy in uh jalen brunson i know he scores a lot but he dishes the ball a lot too wow what a cop-out pick (laughs) i think i'm gonna go with As am I. But I think we're going to have different players. I think I'll go Jimmy. <laughs> yep, Jimmy. It was either Jimmy or Kyle Lowry, but I'll go Jimmy. And I'm going with Kyle Lowry. So, I mean, okay. we'll All see. Right. Need a big game out of Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Lowry. Kyle. I know. Yeah, I know. Second question on that game. Question number five. Who wins the game outright? Adam? Yeah, I'm going to rock with the uh, the flaming hot heat. Okay. I, too, am going to go with the heat. Well, all three of us are going with the heat. Maybe I'll get oh. my first question right at question number five. We'll see. I'm surprised you didn't rock with the Knicks, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if... I mean, I have my answers written down here, so I I don't want to just, you know, second-guess myself, you know. You might as well confident. just you might as well just choose the opposite of what me and Matt choose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Matt's still, he's only one above me, I think. And I think he's like, what? Is he, is he five behind you, or...? I think, I think so. Something like that, yeah. Five, and I'm six behind you. So, I mean, he's not that far in front of me. So, uh, we'll see how it goes, though. 
Um, question number six. This is Bulls at Raptors. Who will be the top scorer for the game? Let's go with uh, let's go with uh, Zach Levine. He he killed it with fifty one points one game. So I think he's gonna kill it again against the Raptors. That's a, that's a good pick. That was maybe what I was gonna pick. Um, it's gonna suck when he gets traded before that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Pascal Siakam. Yep. That's exactly who I had on my sheet. I'm going with Pascal as well. So, I don't know. Maybe me and Matt get some back, but I don't know. It's solid. It's solid. Yeah. Question number seven, Pistons at Pacers. Um, this one's kind of a tough one. Uh, over or under 233 combined points. You got one team that's really good at offense, another team that's not good at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to smash that under. I'm going to smash it so much. <laughs> okay. I'm going to smash the over because I think the Pacers will score 140 and the, the other will score 100, so it'll still go over. Yep, uh, that's what I did. I, we've, we've had this question for the past two um, pickums, and I've gone under on every one, and it hasn't paid off. So uh, I think you got to... Like Matt said on the last pod, you, you got to smash that over on points, point totals. Uh, who doesn't like scoring, right? right. Um, question number eight and nine will both be Nuggets at Rockets. Uh, question number eight, how many players recorded a double-double in this game? Well, that's if Jokic doesn't get thrown out again. Uh... <laughs> that's true. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a solid three. I'm going to go three. Okay. That's what I was going to go. I'm going three as well. <laughs> I'm going to go four. Ooh. Four. Ooh. Yeah. Big guy. Yep. I could see Fred Van Vliet doing it. I could see Sangoon doing it. Jokic. MPJ. MPJ. I think those are my four. Bonus, bonus question. How many are going to have a triple-double? Oh. Oh. I'm going to say one. Eight. I might go, go two. One? Nah, I, I think one. Just one. one? I'm going to go with none. None. Oh. No yeah. triple-double for Jokic. No okay. triple-double. No, none for Sangoon either. <laughs> All right. Question number nine. Who wins the game? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be close. I think the, the Nuggets are going to absolutely destroy the Rockets. I'm going Nuggets as well. I wrote down Rockets here. Go for it, Alex. You go for it. <laughs> I got to take a <laughs> shot <in the> dark. <laughs> I, I think baby Jokic shows real Jokic what what a, what somebody like he can do. Um, yeah. I, I could be wrong. Year. Could be wrong, but I kind of feel a Sangoon dunk on Jokic in this game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> call, me, call me crazy, but I, I think it might happen this game. That's high aspirations right there. <laughs> if it happens though that'd be a crazy crazy call by me <laughs> alright question number 10 Wizards at Bucks over under Bucks win by 13 points you mean 14 did I put 14 yep you put 14 alright 14 points 
I mean, either way, I, I don't think. Ah, damn, it's tough. That's the a Wizards, big point. That's a lot. The Wizards are so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say um, under. I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to go with the over just because the term they game they might show out. Yeah. I said over as well. Last time these two teams played, Bucks won by 13. Um, granted, the Bucks weren't really playing defense that game, and Jordan Poole had a 30-point game. I don't think it's going to happen this time around, though. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be a blowout with the in-season tournament game on the line and a chance for the Bucks to kind of secure one of those seeds. Um, but that's a, that's a tough line at 14 points. It's pretty high. Yeah. Yep. Um, question number 11 and 12 will both be Kings at Timberwolves games or questions. I should say, uh, question number 11, who will be the top scorer for the game? Ant man, let's go. <laughs> I'm going to go with cat. Cat. Wow. Kitty cat. Nobody's going to Aaron Fox. Oh, you can, Alex. I'm not either. I, I chose Anthony Edwards as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't bring myself to pick a king. I know, I can't yeah. either. Especially I, when we're going to be at the game. I know, I'm totally fine with getting that question wrong. <laughs> <laughs> question number 12, on to that Kings and Timberwolves second part. How many players will foul out and or get ejected from the game? Well, I can probably count on Cat getting thrown out. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. I'm just gonna go with the one. I believe Cat has a real solid chance of being kicked out of that game. I'm gonna go with one as well. It's either gonna be Cat or Sabonis that falls out or gets ejected. Oh yeah. Um, what did I put here? Oh, I said every player of both teams because I, I think they're going to stop the game because it gets too ugly. <laughs> no, no I, I put I put zero on this one. I don't think anybody's getting kicked out or falling out. I think there's two teams that like to shoot the ball. Um, but I'm just hoping nobody gets nobody falls out and it's just a blowout, um, obviously, for the Timberwolves. But... Um, <laughs> Question number 13, Spurs at Warriors. Will Steph Curry record more or less points than his season average? His season average right now is 30.4 points per game. So he's got to score 31 or above. Does he do it? More more or less? (sighs) I think I was... I was wrong on the sh- on the Shea one last time, so I I'm gonna go I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna go over. I think he's gonna score over. I think he's gonna, gonna kill more. it. I'm gonna say more. Okay. I'm gonna go with less. Wow. I I said more. I think the yeah, I think the Warriors need this one. Yeah. I think Steph's gonna Steph's gonna provide that. Pretty much a win-win because if he does good, then my fantasy did good. True, bad. true. <laughs> then you get one question wrong. <laughs> All right, question number fourteen and fifteen will both be Pelicans at Clippers, uh, the late night game. First question, question fourteen: 
Which team gets to 50 points first? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Clippers. The Clippers are looking good, so I think they're going to keep rolling. I'm going to go with the Pelicans for both. For both? Wow. I went for, I went Pelicans on question number 14. Um, I need to get some points back from Adam. I, I think I got a lot of differing questions than he does. It's either he does really good and I do really bad, or it's flip-flop and we're back in it. <laughs> well, my record does speak for itself. It does. It does. <laughs> That's, that's crazy, 66% chance. I mean, some of these questions are insanely difficult, like you're guessing players. And, and uh, you know, it's kind of tough. I should go to the casino. Well, it's a good thing I'm going, to one, I'm going to one Saturday, so let's ride this roll. You should be doing prize picks, you know, DraftKings, FanDuel. You should be doing all that. Damn, I like all that all that free cash that you got at the T Wolves game. Oh yeah, <laughs> all that free cash. <laughs> all right, question number fifteen, last question of part three. Pelicans at Clippers. Both teams average forty-seven point four percent from the field. Which team has a higher field goal percentage in this one? Well, I know the the Clippers stars are going to shoot a lot, so. On the chance that they don't make more of their shots, I'm going to go with the Pelicans. Matt, you said you got Pelicans as well? Yeah, I feel like they shoot a good percentage. Zion's usually pretty good, pretty efficient. Yeah. I got Clippers in this one. I think uh, Kawhi usually shoots pretty good from the field. Same with Paul George sometimes. Uh, I'm just hoping that, you know, Russell Westbrook doesn't shoot any weird shots and James Harden just passes the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for part three, guys. Uh, good luck. These games will be on Friday. Uh, for anybody that's um, that hasn't played in part one or part two, uh, we will have a bonus prize if you play part three and four as well. So uh, put your answers down and good luck. Um, Adam, I heard you got a little lightning round for us to end the pot. I do. I got um, at most ten questions for you. We'll, um, I'll save two questions just in case it's uh, it's tied. It probably won't be. We'll see. We'll see. So I got eight questions for you. Um, we'll see. We'll see how you guys do. We're we're gonna do. Um, single or individual game leaders so who scored the most points who's rebounded the most in, in a single game okay right. put your phone away matt can't look at yeah, it yeah. <laughs> we want, i want all all the all the phones so hal burns got 71 fantasy points out of the third <laughs> or fanduel points i mean <laughs> oh looking good for me all right first all right, phone's away question. though First question is, who has had the most steals in a single game? I'll give you uh, three options, okay? We got Jalen Suggs, Paul George. Yeah, no, just in a single game this year. I can can name the player and how many steals he got. I think Matt could too. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I think he's got him on his fantasy team. So we got um, 
Jalen Suggs, Jalen Suggs, Paul George, or Shea Gilders Alexander. Most steals in a game, a single game so far this season. Do we get to know what the number is? No. <laughs> I'm just giving you I'm just giving it's you names. Eight, right? No, it's not. It's not? No. It's seven. Seven is the uh, high. Oh, we'll, we'll start with Alex. Yeah. Um, now I don't know if I know. Because <laughs> I thought it was eight. <laughs> well, I know it's not one person. Is it? I'm going to go with Jalen Suggs. Okay. Uh, Matt? I'm going to go with Shay. I thought it was eight, but maybe it's seven. Is it Shay? You would be right. It is Shay. Shay. Yeah, Shay yeah I was, was going to go with second guess myself. Jalen Suggs had six, and Paul George yeah. had five. Yeah. The only reason I knew that is because Nick has him on his fantasy, and I texted him that night. I was like, SGA got eight steals or seven steals. Yeah, yeah. All right. Question number two. Um, We're going to go with um, turnovers. Who's had the most turnovers in a single game this year? This, it might be obvious, but we'll see. Um, We got Nikola Jokic. Luka Doncic or Shaden Sharp? Start with you, Alex. I already know this one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Luka, right? Matt? Uh, it's, it's Shaden Sharp. He had like 10 turnovers in one game. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, He's on my yep. dynasty team. Yeah. It was, it was painful to watch. <laughs> yeah, he had 10 turnovers in a single game. And then Luka, and, Luka had... Nine turnovers and then eight turnovers in a single game so far this season. Yeah, well, I checked who the see the top turnovers guys are like a, a little while ago. Uh, who's had the most turnovers in the in the league so far? And I think Luca's top, or one of the top guys. So, but you know that's on me. I haven't watched a lot of Portland games. Yep. Oh, they're they're painful to watch. <laughs> All right, we'll go with um, single game rebounding leader. All right. Well, and then your options are Mark Williams, Rudy Gobert, the Bauer Tower, nope. <laughs> or DeAndre Ayton. Is this total rebounds? In one game. Oh, in one game? Yep. Oh, shit. It's not Aiton. There's no way it's Aiton. Uh, then again, I haven't watched many Portland games, so <laughs> I might be wrong on this. Um, well, I know Rudy had, he had 18 in the game that we went to. Um, I don't know if Mark Williams got to that number. I'm going to go with Rudy. Why not? Okay. Matt? I'm going with Aiden. He had 23 in one game. Well, Jesus Christ. Dude, I'm not <laughs> He's on my dynasty, Portland. too. I, oh I my God. for my dynasty. Dude, Adam, you got to pick some different questions. <laughs> you got to pick players no, I don't have. You guys on were, his team. You guys were both wrong. 
Both Rockets. Oh, well, Mark Williams. It was Mark oh, Williams. How much did he have? He had, had twenty four in a game. Oh damn. Oh jeez. <laughs> and then DeAndre Ayton had twenty three. Rudy had twenty one. Oh boy. Damn, nah, Rudy yeah, had twenty one. Yeah, I don't know what game that was on, but it had to have been a road game. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Right, okay. And I'm for three on questions. <laughs> Hopefully, this isn't how it goes in part three. <laughs> <laughs> so, what well, we got? Uh, Matt's up 2 0. Yep. Yeah, so far. All right. And we'll do. Um, first to three, or what are we doing? Well, I just got eight questions. Oh, you got, oh, you got eight. Whoever answers the most right. So we'll go with. Um, <clears throat> okay. Single game block leader. Okay. I think um, I know this one. <laughs> I think I do too. But. Go with uh, Victor Wembanyama. We'll go with Anthony Davis or Chet Holmgren. We got two rookies in there. All right, Matt, you go first. I'm going to go with Wemby with eight. Mm, Not sure if AD. I know Chet didn't beat that, but. That's what I was going to pick, too. But I feel like I have to get one back on you, so. Uh, I just. I don't want more, though. I don't remember AD getting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Wemby as well. No, it was Wemby. It's actually a tie between Wemby and Rick Lopez, but I had to give uh, Wemby some love there. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so uh, we've got question number five. Matt is up two. We're gonna go with who's made the most free throws in one single game. Okay. We got Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or Malik Monk. Guessing not Giannis, just because he's a brick from free throw. He's probably taking the most, though. Yeah. My guess is going to be Embiid. Alex? God, he threw Malik Monk in there. Like, it's like a, <laughs> a weird... <laughs> ah, there's no way it can be Malik Monk. Urgh, yikes. Well, I'm not going to pick Joel Embiid because I, I got to be different on this one to get something back. Um, uh, Sure, let's go Malik Monk. Yeah, you, you fell for it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be Monk, too, just because that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Joel Embiid. He, oh, he uh, made 17. And uh, Giannis, Giannis actually had 16 in the game. What which did is Monk actually have? Pretty good. <laughs> no, Monk actually, he had 15, which was oh, that's pretty good. good. Pretty good. <laughs> All right, so Matt's up three. Going on to question number Six. Yeah, you might as well do all ten just to give me a chance. I'll go all ten. <laughs> I'll go all ten. <laughs> right now, Matt's kicking your ass. <laughs> if he beats me on this one, we might just end it. <laughs> all right. 
<clears throat> we'll go with um, who's made the most three pointers in a single game. All right, Steph Curry, Malik Beasley, or Luka Doncic. I think it was Malik Beasley. Okay, Matt. I'll just go with my boy Steph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt. You you fell for the bait. Steph's not even in the top five. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. And Alex, you're also wrong. Uh, you, you, you guys should have went with Luca. <laughs> oh, Luca! Wow. But yeah, Malik, I know Beasley had like a eight or nine three point yeah, game he, one night. He hit eight in a game, but uh, Luca hit nine in a game. Oh my god! Well, I was close. Damn, you really shouldn't have bet. I get a half point. Oh. <laughs> 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 Alright, um, I was going to go with personal fouls in the game, but that's that's kind of redundant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you did. laughs> it's probably a tie for like 15 players in the NBA. Actually, the Timberwolves, are, the two Timberwolves players are uh, one and two. Cat and Nas. Yeah. You do the mo- most technicals unless it's Draymond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I'm Who's missed the one. most games so far this season? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll go with, um, what is this, question number seven now? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's, see if, let's see if you guys can get this right. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, who's had the most assists in a, in a single game so far this season? Tyrese Halliburton with 23. Uh, Nikola Jokic. <laughs> I was going to Tyrese, so. Tyrese Halliburton. Or Fred Van Vliet. I'm still going Jokic. I, I think it is. I think I think Jokic had like a twenty something. Uh, yeah, I think it's Halliburton. So going Halliburton. Jeez. Is it Halliburton? It, no, it's it's Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. Oh really? Oh nice. No one's reached twenty assists so far this. this no. Season. No. Jokic you said Halliburton had twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a record. No, uh, the record for. Uh, for the most assists in the game is like I think it's 30 oh 30 holy shit 30 dude what did Jokic have he had 18 18 assists yeah well Hall- Halliburton's got 14 right now so he just needs 5 more <laughs> <laughs> hey you could be I right I could be right I could be right this podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn okay going on so Matt's got yeah just do on one more that. question We'll do one more just for, for shits and gigs. Just so I can go 20%. <laughs> we'll go with... Okay. Um, who... Okay. This is a, this is a, a team question here. Um, so far, throughout the whole season, 
who has the best field goal percentage as a team? I just brought this up not too long ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, we'll switch it up. Who has the best? It's OKC, okay, right? Well, 50%. <laughs> yeah, for both of them. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's uh, OKC okay, for Paula. Yep. All right, I get that point. Next yeah, you question. Can have, you can have that point. <laughs> I want to grab that, so. All right, this is this is going to be a tough question. Um, who, who averages the most personal fouls per game throughout the season? I'll give you three teams. No, team. Team. I'll give, all right, so these are the three teams I want to give you. The Miami Heat, the Los Angeles Lakers, or the Detroit Pistons. Pistons. 100% Pistons. Not, I know it's the answer. Matt, you can just give up. Cause There's no Pistons. way it's the Lakers because the Lakers, the rest of the Lakers. I'll go with, uh, just to be different, I'll go with the Heat. Pistons, and I think it's like, um, is this per game? Per game. Yeah, it's Pistons. Yeah, they average 24 personal fouls per game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like Cade averages a lot of fouls, too. I, I bet you I could answer every single team stats one correct. Yeah, I think uh, Alex kind of has that those on lock. <laughs> you can ask All me right. some more. <laughs> we'll do we'll do we'll do one more, one last one, okay? All right. I'll give Matt the win though. <laughs> okay. This this is gonna be a harder one. You gotta you gotta you gotta get the top three right. We're gonna do league leaders. So the league leaders in three pointers made. Okay. Ooh. I'll give you I'll give you a list of five, but you gotta get the top three. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'll give you a... Thunder or one of them? No, no, this is players. Players. Oh, this is players. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Steph's we'll go gotta with... be there. Yeah, okay, well, I'm gonna go with... Yeah, Steph. <laughs> Steph, Luca, Desmond Bain, and Tim Hardaway, and LaMelo Ball. Uh, you can take LaMelo off the, that. We're guessing it's the top Lamella. one? Yep. The mo- most three-pointers a game. Per game? Oh, per game? Yep. Oh, man. I feel like it's Steph. Or De- mm. Desmond Bain's been going off, too. Yeah, he has. So it was Steph, Desmond Bain, LaMelo, Luca. Luca. those the four? Yeah, oh, I'll give you, yeah, I gotta give you one more. Well, it's and, not that uh, person. And um, Tim Hardaway. Oh, Tim Hardaway. Yeah, um. Looking for the top three. 
Oh, top Lu- three. Oh, Luca, Desmond Bain, and Steph. In that cool. order. Uh, how about yeah. you gave us five? What were the five? It was Luca, Steph, Desmond Bain, Tim Hardaway, and Lamelo. I know for sure Lamelo's not on it because he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> Match is based on uh, all these questions off of his fantasy team. Yeah, I'm just, I know for sure Steph's on it because he's on my fantasy team too. I'll go with. Just so we're not the same, I'll do Hardway instead of Bane. Because Luca's got to be on it if he had nine in one game. So you're going with uh, Steph, Luca, and Hardway? Yeah, because isn't that either Hardway or Bane? Yep. I'll just do Hardway then so one of us wins. <laughs> and a drum roll. Alex? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it was Hardaway, really. It was Hardaway. Yeah, oh, I wanted to pick Bane. Bane bad. Lamelo wasn't far off. He's only point one away. Really? Oh. Yeah. I thought he was struggling. Yeah. Well, it was, that was good, but Alex, you got to work on your uh, your knowledge. Dude, I got the I got the team stats down. I, I worry about the team, not the player, not the individual. <laughs> no, it's a guy. <laughs> well, he also asked a bunch of questions having to deal with, like, the Portland Trailblazers and stuff that I'm not paying attention to as much. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's nice to know that, that uh, information. But uh, congratulations to Matt. Um, Adam, you got a, an important TikTok coming out soon? It is coming out, and um, you guys are going to be very excited to see this coming up. It's going to be a banger. We are. It's going to go viral. (laughs) It's going viral. (laughs) We need need you guys as the listeners and the supporters to blow this TikTok up. (laughs) (laughs) Check it out on our TikTok page. We also got more social media platforms, um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and X. Um, Part three is out. We will probably release part four for the shots side pick them probably on thursday i'm guessing it'll be for like sunday's games um so you'll know both part three and four um before part three is even done on friday um so maybe that gives you guys a little bit of a boost to kind of you know do some research check some things out and uh give your answers but good luck to you guys and um that'll be it from here at shots side peace out guys Peace! <laughs> <laughs>